0: I don't mean to keep uh, begging everyone to come into my shows, but yeah, I think this might be the last show I beg people to come to and then I'm just <laughs> going to become um, a podcaster. So my show is at the Lodge Room in Highland Park on October 24th at 730. It's really important. I need an audience there because it is a special and I will be talking about things like scissoring and parenting and where's my dad. So please come out. I beg of you. Do you remember the first time that you saw the Blair Witch Project? Yes. Oh, doesn't that feel like one of those memories where you're like, where were you at 9-11? 100%. Because there, first of all, there was so much hype. And
1: you, I was in high school, somewhere in high school. You were probably middle school I or was something, right? Five. No, you were not. <laughs> no, you, fuck you. <laughs> Can Mo, I you,
0: tell you exactly where I was? Yeah. And then I'll tell you exactly where I was. I was um, in, I was babysitting. Mm-hmm. And I I want to say I was probably a sophomore. And I was doing an overnight babysitting gig because my mom hooked me up with this woman. She had a daughter that was, I want to say, two or three. And so I would stay over with her. She had Blair Witch, you know, she'd rented it or whatever. Whoa. You didn't even see it in the theater? No, it's worse. I saw it by myself with a two year old, no, no, forced no, to watch. No, she was asleep. <laughs> It was very scary because I didn't... This is not my apartment. Maureen. So I watched... uh, I watched the movie. I was scared shitless. I cannot believe I watched that alone. But I think she had like two DVDs. And the other one was probably something I already saw.
1: Well, that's kind of like watching The Ring alone, which is a terrible idea. But it's also
0: kind of like...
1: That kind of makes it better because the whole thing about The Ring is the VHS or like the video that you're supposed to watch. And then... I wouldn't
0: say makes it better um it's not how I would describe it no no No. that was that was so scary and to find out they like made that for three dollars was you know mind-blowing but where were you yeah
1: um I was at the movie theater in Tigard Oregon and I was with a bunch of friends from high school and there was a massive line to get into this fucking theater and there was something about like I don't know if it was like a publicity thing but they were talking about how Like some kids like couldn't make it all the way through. It was just like too traumatizing for them. And they had to like leave the theater. Great stunt. Right. And we were all like, oh, my God. And also I was trying to play it cool, but I was fucking freaked because I don't like horror movies really.
0: And you're kind of from I mean, I have no idea. The woods. Yeah, it feels like the woods woods. are around you. So that's scary.
1: (laughs) The woods are around me. First of all, seeing a movie shot like that, like, uh, like a handy cam personal camera style Mm -hmm. I had never seen. And that, oh, that was a thing. People were saying that people were getting sick, like motion sickness from it.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Did you get fingered in the movie and don't take that out?
1: Um, Did I get fingered in the movie? That's what I said. I said, don't take that out. (gasps) You know what I mean? No, Very but good. one time I did get hit on in a movie theater at Jurassic Park when I was 13. Do tell. Well, his name was Jason.
0: Mhm.
1: Um he was super cute and he loved his mom. Just kidding. Um I don't know what the fuck his name was, but I was there with my friend Kelly Bush and um for all intents and purposes she was like a lot cuter and like more outgoing and like had more boyfriends and shit and probably cuz I was gay but this and she was like trying to turn the charm on also our parents were sitting like three rows back from us probably while this was happening um and uh he wanted nothing to do with her and he went right for the prize and at the end he was like you got a phone number and i was so nervous it was the fir- it was the first time anything like that had happened to me like were they sitting next in public. to you he had he and his friend had like maneuvered you know, so they could sit. Was he sitting right
0: next to you? He was sitting right next did to he try me by to the touch end of the year.
1: No, he didn't. Unfortunately. No like little
0: like hand touch, like you no. Know. No. Okay, so did you call him?
1: No, I was like, maybe. Did you didn't call him? I said maybe and I didn't give it to him. I was listen, you have to understand that when I was at that age, I was so scared that I didn't I just didn't know what to do with it. Also I had this kid, Tanner Halton, in the fifth or sixth grade. He called my home to ask me to go out, you know. I um hung up the phone, and wept into my
0: sister's lap. You couldn't you couldn't handle the vulnerability, maybe?
1: Yeah, probably. Or because you knew it was true love. Did you ever get hit on at a movie theater? I know you're trying to wrap it up, but I don't care.
0: Honestly, I remember the first time I went to a movie theater with a boy, uh, and we went to Gattaca. <gasps> I
1: and, love that movie. But I
0: was like... So like just an excited little kid, you know, I I mean, I was probably like 13 or 14. You give him a handy. So what I was trying to do was, and I I successfully did this over the course of Gattaca, I was able to get my hand inside of his shirt. And I'm telling you, this took the entire movie, slowly move it up to his (laughs) armpit to see if there was hair underneath it. And it that took, was your quest. Yes. And it took over two hours to move my hand from like from my body up into his armpit.
1: That was probably the most action he had ever gotten. That's the
0: most action both of us have ever gotten. Oh, let's wait. Do no, it was scary, scary movie movies. real quick. Yeah. I like the way that horror movies are going now with the social commentary that like with Get Out and mm. and Jordan Peele. I love the way that he fucks with a horror movie. Yeah.
1: Speaking of horror movies. You know who else is in a horror movie? No. Our next motherfucking guest.
0: Our next guest is in a horror movie uh, called Smile. So in Hollywood, uh, not that I live in Hollywood, I live outside. Wow. But when I drive, uh, you know, on the Sunset Boulevards, it's her fucking smile. On On the, the billboard. On the Sunset Boulevards? Yeah. How many? On all of the boulevards. Yeah, her
1: massive smile on the side of a bus is very jarring and it does the job. She's very good. She's very good in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know her that well. Uh, and now I feel like we're best friends and we did all agree to go on holiday together. We did. She's going to fly us to meet her mom. Which is very exciting. I I feel like everybody's going to eat this episode up. I love it so much.
1: Yeah. She's a real treat. So um, sure hope you enjoy it. Also, if you haven't seen Smile, it's in theaters now. Please go see it. It's fucking terrifying.
0: Joanna desperately wants to introduce our next guest like we're at a live comedy show. How's everybody doing? Let's keep
1: it going for our next guest. Give it up for Caitlin, Caitlin
0: Stacy of Smile Sisters. Smile Sisters. Now that's a nice horror movie. You keep saying horror movie. Horror movie. What do you say? Horror. 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 It's your kind your of like jaw one twice. syllable. No, no, no. I only... Hi. <laughs>
1: I literally
0: can't. Literally. Can't.
2: You done any improv? Um I did it once. I was <laughs> i don't want to toot my own horn but as a kid i was really good at it and then i just stopped doing it and you know developed all the kind of neuroses that adults do and i went back to do it in like man like 2016 mm-hmm. and the two rules are like you know don't ask questions and don't say no and that's mm-hmm. pretty much all i did <laughs> i were like why don't you tell me how you feel <laughs> and i was fa- they were like well, you not face the war i was like no <laughs> <laughs> that's great it was pretty bad Pretty bad. Yeah. You're like
1: Michael Scott with the gun.
0: Yeah, because you're not office. supposed to have a gun yeah. and it was the wrong gun. Like totally. this is a gun yeah. in improv and yeah. he was doing this.
1: Yeah. The amount uh, of times that's that everybody a rule gets- in improv? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you do
0: object work, like make it seem like like this like is how actually you hold holding a gun. it. I was asking because I was like, what
2: kind of training uh does an actor do? Uh I mean it's sort of like a a la carte choose your own adventure type thing. I did it I've been an actor since I was thirteen um and you were a child actor I sure was oh that's why I'm wearing a see-through shirt <laughs> <laughs> on a Wednesday um but uh yeah so I- I'm currently actually for the first time in my life participating in actual training mm-hmm. um and it's amazing and I totally get how people do it you- I felt like a bit of a wanker because I came from Australia and acting is just like something you do between bricklaying you know what I mean or like right. whatever man it's not a big deal get over yourself And uh, <laughs> But I was always a massive drama fag, just like hello world. Am I allowed to say that? I work yeah. There. Yeah. No, please, well, encourage. Here, here you actually can. <laughs> yeah. This is the so one, one podcast you can. Podcast. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I'm doing Clown School, which is phenomenal. I love that. Go Highly on. recommend. I, I don't got a wanna... lot of
1: questions about Clown School. Yeah. If we're gonna come back to it, we can. It's but.
2: not um, like juggling how big how small the car i can fit into yeah this. it's, it's right. like a lot of um but you can do to that too European right clown. yeah i can do that <laughs> okay yeah, <good. laughs> i can get in a fiat like that it's actually pretty important <laughs> yeah or like a barbie jeep yeah 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 just yeah vacuum seal myself in it's, there it's like
0: baskets right did you ever watch baskets yeah with zach alfanakis yeah Like it's like
2: real clown work. Yeah. It's a lot about like that. That funny thing is that that show is so muted, right? Like all the people in it are very like, there's like a lot of colorful ensemble, but like they are pretty straightforward. Whereas clown, as I'm experiencing it, is like whatever you're feeling times it by a billion Mm -hmm. and then look everyone dead in the eye as you experience it what are the
1: what are the pillars like what are the principles in clown school like what do you learn I'm Like so the so embarrassed day? that it's you like, don't know the pillars <laughs> i know i'm <laughs> sorry i'm asking for everybody at home i of course know yeah. <laughs> you know i'm yeah, yeah.
2: sure um uh it's honestly it's like learning to fail publicly that's what my teacher always says and um I nail that that. yeah yeah it's a stand it's a yeah as a stand-up I do understand yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and when I go to see Mo and she fails I feel like I fail also yeah you know because we're close Mm -hmm. yeah you do okay so you learn how to fail publicly yeah and then what
2: um and just sort of like absorb it allow it to change the like affect the way that you feel but to ultimately like you know rise like a phoenix from the ashes and and keep going which I, I guess stand-up does too the only thing about stand-up that I know is that most people I know who do it are quite acerbic mm-hmm. and quite guarded whereas clown is about trying to not resent anybody or anything yeah for too mm-hmm. long I actually, which is impossible me. <laughs> it's so
0: interesting to me I, I wish I could just talk about clown the whole podcast because I do find it interesting. I've had clown yeah. – like when I ran a show in L.A., I always had this clown named Red Bastard on. He would yeah. come and <laughs> – I mean he was like is he a communist? Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was uh <laughs> my show was pretty political. Yeah. And as he... is this one. This was before, I mean this was like yeah, so pre <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Republican cabin. Yeah. it was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was so shit. pre uh covid that he would just go and like lick audience members and do stuff like that. Like oh and my that's God. why I was so interested
2: in clown because I'm like they're they're wild, you know? Yeah. There's there's a a a true freedom that happens in there, but there's also a bit of um uh forced freedom too because you you have to do exercises that your natural inclination might be to sort of go in, but you simply can't. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, there's a there's this exercise you do, like it's quite it's really intense. And it's sort of um you're asked to lie on the floor and forget your name, forget how to walk, forget everything about yourself, Mm -hmm. which Obviously, is impossible, right? Um, but you you go through the motions of that, and you're like, okay. I mean, you've got a, a young kid, so mm-hmm. you probably have, you've just witnessed this evolution firsthand, albeit slower. But it's kind of like you go through a bit of a rebirth, and then you're just on the floor with a big pile of adults all of whom are sort of at varying stages of their failed acting (laughs) careers, just sort of like scissoring and like, like it's, it's really, it's lovely. I know it sounds like I'm shitting on it, but it's really lovely and it's moving.
1: What do you do in that exercise? You get down there and you forget everything you've ever known. And then
2: what's the next step, if any, Um, you, you sort of, whatever feels good within reason, right. Um, that's the thing, there's always there's always within reason. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if I took a shit on the floor in the middle of clan, I bet somebody would have something to say about <laughs> right. it. Right. They'd be like, incredible. They'd be get like get out. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. I will be yelping this. <laughs> so they're like,
1: oh, you can cry on cue, watch this. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. So you yeah, and it's just that. Like you just kind of go through like feel what feels good in terms of like movement, what feels natural to you. It's probably the exercise that I feel the least like connected to because it is it is silent and I love to chat and I love to, you know, like commune with people. But in that way, it's, it's, it's very hard. It's very, very hard to like get out of your own way and forget yourself. Right. It's it's so embarrassing. But I
0: find that like not I'm not just trying to force this into the theme of our podcast, but I do think that like doing something like that seems like it would be really good for people who are trying to come out of the closet or are right there because you have to kind of let go of everything and stop you know you have to be extremely vulnerable and I always yeah I think that like I felt lucky when I came out that I was in comedy Mm -hmm. because I was already being really vulnerable but um yeah I don't know I just was like oh that seems like
2: yeah, anybody stuff who's is really
1: hard to do. You know, Mo and I and you obviously have taken these improv classes and it there's a there's a crossover with, you know, day one improv 101 where you just like you look in, ridiculous. Yeah. You're making like you're mirroring your partner's like movements and sounds and facial expressions and you just have to totally let go and decide that like this is what you signed up for. And you just have to let it rip. And it was really that was really really difficult. <laughs>
2: for me no it's you know because a huge element of all things that we do is is need and so like the need to be seen whether it's Mm -hmm. you're coming out or you're like a lonely you know fireman from the midwest who doesn't have like an emotional outlet like there's all kinds of people in these classes as I'm sure there are in improv and it's just about like need is so can be so um destructive and so ugly and but it's it's um essential to achieving anything. And it's like, how do I expose my need without like, without being pathetic <laughs> okay. or, or can yeah. I just be pathetic and you just like don't give me what I need and that's fine like the amount of money in
0: Hollywood that like I have given to look like a complete ass yeah. Is yeah. So I'm much. Broke
2: for this. when yeah. did you
0: when did you move over here I moved here 13 years ago oh, okay and you moved here for
2: acting yeah I moved here when I was 18 mm-hmm. Is that all right Matt? I'm 32 now did you come directly to LA yeah I just kind of thought what could go wrong? Like if, <laughs> nothing. Honestly, 18. why wouldn't it work
1: out? <laughs> La was just waiting arms open like this yeah a
2: little bit you, you know, know what's crazy yes. is no one tried to groom me It's like what's wrong with me <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like obviously something and i was <laughs> i was down i've major daddy issues i was like oh, running but but I, I mercifully avoided all of that been people insane. are gonna listen to
1: this podcast and be like fuck i totally missed an opportunity <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know
2: oh listen it'll come back around oh, i'm God. in my satin return now let's <laughs> don't tempt it you know every seven years you get an opportunity <laughs> did you know anybody you know, sounds like a horror movie yeah it does (laughs) truly
0: (laughs) the Saturn return um did you know anybody who who has done that like before you going from Australia to LA to like as a blueprint yeah so
2: I had um there was there's a very successful actress who played my sister on a show called Neighbors um and she was out here and she and I were so close it was a big age gap between us but She really, like, encouraged me to come here and kind of became my mum, which was a a strange dynamic, Um, but we... Same age? No, she was, like, 10 years older than me. I was her baby sister in a TV show. But that's what's so weird about sets is that, like, you develop sometimes deeply inappropriate relationships Mm -hmm. with much older people um, (laughs) or sometimes really nurturing ones. Right. Um, And I, yeah, I, I came over here and... She kind of like set every, uh, it's weird. I I kind of got like put on a path really young and then people kept being like, yeah, keep doing it. Uh, And I feel very lucky for that, but I also don't have a lot of um, self starter impulses either. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Because like when you're a child actor, it's very like Right, yeah, you're (laughs) just like, I go
1: where I'm told. Yeah. But that's nice, though. I mean,
2: having (laughs) no, 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 not that.
1: Sorry. But no, like having somebody really in any profession, but specifically when you're like moving to a different country and something like acting in, in L.A. where that can be very cold and disarming to a lot of people to have someone here already like guiding you seems great.
2: Yeah. All of her instincts were super correct and decent. I just like Probably could have afforded to have been kicked out on the curb a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I was a very indulged. Where were you living, oh, though? You you moving West Hollywood, <laughs> The oh, fucking vape store.
1: <laughs> well, you fucking <laughs> like moved to LA when you're 18. It's just like, that's you're going to you go for it. I also you know? didn't
2: drive until I was like 20-something. And in Australia, when you turn 18, you're like a full-fledged adult. You can drink. You can, you know. Commit manslaughter? I don't know yeah. all the stuff that you can like do as here. an adult. Yeah, here. yeah. You get manslaughter at any age. Here. <laughs> yeah, it's You're really right. cool.
0: Charged those... as an adult. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did I... you go to the Abbey when you were at the in
2: West Hollywood? <laughs> year old? How yeah. dare you even ask? I yeah. yeah, and I I didn't have any preferences back then. You know, I was mm-hmm. just like, long hair? <laughs> <laughs> get out of there! <laughs> oh my
1: god. Okay, so I mean, I feel like that's a good segue into speaking of long hair and preferences Mm. when did you have the first inkling that you maybe were queer not straight something
2: always like it was never um very mysterious to me it always felt like that was what was up
1: like even as far back as like grade school stuff like that yeah
2: like my earliest memories are of like Dreaming about the Little Mermaid and, and stuff. Sure, you know? Ariel was my Massive, shell bra. Massive Have you watched symbol. it recently? It's I, terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of issues, but even the, the like animation is like, bleh, like <laughs> if you see it from the wrong angle, you're like, yeah. they really scrimped on. Wait, Little Mermaid, yeah, isn't that? Remember how you could you can pause
1: it. When they're getting married, and the he's got a yeah. boner. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god, Isn't I remember that things. so clearly. Also, the
2: castle on the like front cover of the original VHS. Oh, is, it's like a, a huge penis. peen, Yeah, a
1: massive peen. That's why you liked it. This is why you liked <laughs> Loving that, yeah. I know. She,
2: whatever she was in a frigging bra. <laughs> she was in a like, bra.
1: She was sixteen. This was
0: so cool. She was sixteen. It was so yeah. She was making your a knees, lot of
2: adult decisions. You're an easy win. You're yeah. like she
0: was sixteen. It was
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, I was what, like four or five, and I was like, damn. The songs right, were 16. The songs
0: were so good too. This is the first oh, movie yeah. I saw in the theater. Just like, yeah, I totally get that. I think that was probably, oh, it's so nice when it's like a film that you go, huh. And then you're looking back, you're looking back and you're like, yeah, I kind of knew. I knew what was up mm-hmm. because yeah. I was mm-hmm. watching these films and I wasn't just like, oh, this is fun. I was like, this
2: is fun. Also,
0: this is really fun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I never had like a light bulb moment. It was just, it felt like it was, you know, part of my DNA f- from the very beginning and not even just my DNA, but my, my conscious DNA. Like I just, I just kind of knew. But I, I, want, I liked everything and everyone. Mm, right. I was like, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so you were actually like love. when people are I like, love
1: no, I'm just attracted <laughs> to the person and they all happen to be women. But you felt that. You were like, <laughs> men,
2: women, anywhere in between. Well, like I'm only in my first like serious relationship with a woman now for mm. the past three years. Up until then, I was dating uh, men. And I was professing to be a lesbian when I was with them very publicly, which pissed off a lot of people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Did you push that
1: on purpose to just be like, you know what? Fuck you. I can do what I want. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, A little bit. Just because like, I mean, look, Twitter is just like... I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yeah. Yeah. So don't cross this shit. line. I get how people are frustrated about it. Um, it's it's how I feel when I look at queer baiting now, but also ultimately I don't give a shit. But I, uh, yeah, I was I was a turd back then.
1: <laughs> what do you mean so back then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, we actually, many we
0: interviewed uh, our friend Melanie Field and I thought her uh, interview was so interesting because she just married a man and yet she feels gay. Like she doesn't even like identify as much with queer but feels gay. Is that what she said? (laughs) Yeah, she was saying that she feels like, was I listening? No, you, <laughs> you, weren't weren't there, actually. you weren't there. You were there. Was that when I was napping? We CGI'd you. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But I, th- I thought it was interesting to be like, no, this is like my identity is gay. Yeah, I just happen to be married. Because remember, we were like it was like almost like a purse or something that you're just carrying around yeah. that happens yeah. to be your husband. You yeah, know?
2: totally. Yeah. Uh, but the word lesbian always like really stuck with me because it was the '90s and that was the word. Like yeah. queer was, that was not your the only word. option. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. And and queer is sort of like I don't think it's necessarily for me. I think it's I, I'm I'm appreciative that it exists for people, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't. It's sort of oil and water. I, I don't. People people put that on me all the time when they interview me and stuff, and I'm like, it it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't. It feels a bit too like cool. You know what I mean? I, I like. don't. I also don't relate. I relate <laughs> I
0: hard, like hard l lesbian. Yeah, and one. even if I were like hooking up with guys, I also. That's why I really get what you were saying because it was like I also would still say I was a lesbian. Yeah, because yeah.
2: it was what I wanted to be. Like I, I mean, I wanted to be a billion things, but like I, I, there wasn't a lot. In fact, I don't have a memory of pretty much any like lesbian content growing up. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it
1: was. That's because there
2: was not. <laughs> yeah, I was also in Australia, a which small is amount like of things. still the 80s mm-hmm. perpetually even today. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but whenever there was talk of women coming together it was always like lesbian and yeah. I was like
1: cool well the reason I think the reason that I said that is because I don't know I think like a queer to me is like kind of a catch-all phrase and then I because I wasn't sure I didn't know if you were like I'm a lesbian or I'm you know so I didn't want to like put that in your mouth but also then I did you know
2: it doesn't matter really because like I, I and I appreciate you saying that but like I don't I don't really mind like it doesn't feel like a An act of violence towards me. You seem really mad right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, super zen. (laughs) Um, I took a lot of like uh, Tylenol, cold and flu before I got here. (laughs) Brag, Um, (laughs) yeah, 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 right. Brag, but I (laughs) did. You bring any for us? Yeah, you know. (laughs) Thanks for nothing. Um, But the friggin. Uh yeah whatever call me whatever you like like it's it is fine I'll call like you Kate. great great call me Kate <laughs> do you think that's taken
1: <laughs> oh god there's another
2: famous lesbian yeah yeah, yeah what you... <laughs> the governor of California yeah
0: <clears throat> what's ha- she'll be on next week in our Republican cabin <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
1: do really cycle through. we like cabin. to have all sides uh, of the yeah yeah, yeah the a
2: full three sixty
1: so okay so as a youth as a lesbian youth mm-hmm. in um, australia
0: where in australia i'll melbourne. pretend like i know melbourne yeah so i do it's, know that you've
1: one heard yeah of that one. Is melbourne
2: or sydney must mm-hmm. girl yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah what are you what are you wearing what are you looking like this is an important part of the podcast we like to get the you know the at visual. what
2: stage because
1: um Let's start as young as you want, like grade school, let's say.
2: I was wearing a lot of like shirts I got from the zoo and you know, like things like that. And and then like It says a lot. I actually my stomach just dropped because I've never related
0: more to uh someone talking about fashion. Yeah. Shirts from the zoo. Yeah. I mean, my third grade photo, it says flip out and it's a bunch of dolphins, and I got it from the zoo.
2: We need to get one of we
1: need to get that side by side, one of your zoo shirt photos.
2: And I, I was also mad. Massively girly, but I, once again, I was kind of just like, yeah, I I would wear insane, like, quinceañera-looking dresses one day and then, like, my zoo shirt the next. But I remember very, like, distinctly the moment where I felt childish was my friend uh, came over one day and she was, I say was because she unfortunately passed away when she was 10. Oh, no. I know, so awful I'm certain she would have been the coolest fucking person ever Mm -hmm. because she was the coolest 10 year old because she always wanted us to pretend to smoke cigarettes (laughs) and I had these little tiny party dresses that would have been like from a Australian equivalent of like Delia's or something and it was like black LBD with like a rhinestone heart on the front and a little purple one for my sister. So my sister and I also had a lot of matching. Oh or like, my god,
1: that's so cute! It oh, is pretty cute. cute. Like yeah. a lot
2: of stuff that like I think dressing your kids the same is a little a little intense, but like it kind of worked for us because we were photo negatives of each other. She was blonde and blue eyed, and I was dark eyed and uh, dark. For some mm-hmm. reason, when
1: you said my sister had one too, I just assumed that you picked it out that you dressed your sister oh, as right, well. No,
2: there's no way she would have let me. We <laughs> no. we were enemies until I was like 14 I think
1: yeah that makes sense
2: um, like most sisters I think yeah I mean I fucking love having a sister but yeah that's what I was wearing then and then like when I was nine and ten I was so cool like I <laughs> I had all these like little uh what do you call them a, a body warmer or gilet you know like little sleeveless puffy jacket oh like a oh, little vest yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I mean I pretty much wore this I think to be honest like a lot of I had like a really cute little bob that like mm-hmm. perfectly fit my head i love bob oh yeah. my god I and like turtlenecks adorable. and little cargo pants and just mm-hmm. roller skates wait wait wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> roller blades sorry i was, I I was just imagining, I'm sick, like, like a face
2: contoured bob
1: uh, like a down vest, yeah, basically, and, and cargo pants, and, yeah. yeah. and roller
2: skates. Yeah. no, you were Just, Velma. You were think, yes, so like, without you the glasses didn't even know that you were, in twenty twenty two. Your time was gonna. I come. I was doing a cartwheel most of the time, so you wouldn't be able to tell. But yeah, I was, I was pretty, pretty fly. But I also didn't. The older I was getting, like I, I. Oh yeah, so my friend Asia came over and. I was wearing like, you know, my shirt from the zoo and some denim shorts. And she was like, we're going to pretend to be coyote ugly right now. And I was (sighs) like – what's that oh and then she was like God. we like drew these little cigarettes and we would just be sitting we the game was literally just to look out the window and smoke cigarettes like we were in oh like a noir film and I'm so-, <laughs> so
1: much drama <laughs> but just
2: like my very colorful playroom that we were in which mm-hmm. was like a harry potter crap everywhere beanie babies everywhere <laughs> and just us being like i'm bored, <laughs> bored? I, I love it <laughs> not a french accent to <laughs> <Yeah>. be found
0: <laughs> your your version of coyote ugly was just them smoking cigarettes yeah they were on the bar yeah they were on the bar dancing they were saying you know
2: <laughs> yeah. there's no water in this bar <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah which yeah highlight for me definitely but but following that like i kind of where does your coming out story begin? I want you to just like start wherever you think it begins. Yeah. Me I too. think it kind of starts at like honestly around like pretty late, like 24. Cause mm-hmm. I kind of just gaslit everybody. Cause the internet like Twitter was like really up and coming in that exact year for me at least. And like I was very vocal online. I was pretty annoying. Um, and were you? Yeah. What was happening
1: for acting with you at that time? Was it like everybody was like, I know Caitlin Stacy"? Or were you, was it just kind of like, are you were already on? In Australia, Neighbors?
2: people knew me not so much as like Caitlin Stacy, but they knew the characters I was playing. I played a okay. character called Frankie on the sleepover lamp. Very sapphic undertones. <laughs> um, I was 13. And then I did a show called Neighbors. And I played a character called Rachel Kinsky, who was a friggin' nerd. Um, and so everyone would be like, Rachel Kinsky Whenever I would go out to the mall. That sucked. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> when I got to America, yeah, no, no one had any idea who I was and remains that way to this day. <laughs> so you're just blasting out on Twitter, though. You're but I, you know, I, was, I was on a TV show called Rain, um, and, uh, which was a CW show, and it was like a medieval show set in, I actually had a lesbian, th- oh, well, I had a threesome in that show with a woman and a guy. Yes. Um, is that creepy i should cut out myself <laughs> going, yes. yeah. you should just yeah edit it out. you're just starved for lesbian content i know we all are really yeah, yeah of course and so i twitter came out and then like there was this kind of this i mean I, I don't know if this was your guys' experience but i felt like there was a real uptick in feminism like it really mm-hmm. went like we're feminists now and that's cool and i was like fuck yeah and i felt so frustrated by all the things that i'd experienced like dating men and being around men and working for men and making men money and All the stuff that I was screaming back then, I still do believe now. I just probably would go about it in a much cooler way. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I like kind of came out through this website that I started, which... What's it called? It was called herself.com. It doesn't exist anymore because I just didn't have the the capacity to care about anything that was that sensitive for that long. Like it was a deeply sensitive, like, I mean, look... I was 24 and I put a picture of my pussy on the internet. Okay. I went crazy. <laughs> and I was like, this seems like a good idea. Um, do I regret it? Maybe. Was no, that on herself.com? Like no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, was it artistic or was yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. have to be, I mean, art is like, what is At art the time anyway? It felt yeah, really,
2: it felt necessary. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was a mm. lot of different, uh, the women that are on the website or were on the website are really incredible. They're, like, from all over the place. And it's, like, a series of naked portraiture of different women and then these, like, very long-form interviews, which I know it wasn't that long ago, but it wasn't – there was, like, very few things like that at the time when I did it. Like, mm-hmm. the, like Leonard Cohen had done a great, beautiful, like, female body thing. And, and there's obviously always porn. But, like, there wasn't a – like, I don't know. There wasn't anything that was, like, confronting and, like – very stripped back the way that herself was. And I am proud of it, but I am Mm -hmm. a bit like, Jesus Christ, Caitlin, what (laughs) the fuck were you doing? (laughs) Were you just shocked by your own like fearlessness? Yeah. Like kind of incredible path to pave. I really, I mean, thank you for, Honoring me with that, but I, I don't know if I if I was a paver as much as I a- might cut
0: it out. I might not. <laughs> We're also very sorry for
2: the amount of Google searches that will be happening after the listeners hear this. It's fine. It is literally. I I went to a like upfronts because I did a Fox show in the years following. And I went to this thing, this event for the show. And they there are people outside who just like, it doesn't matter how famous you are, what level of famous you are. They always have a picture of you. They've printed out that they want you to sign. And the one that they had was a full frontal naked picture <sighs> oh of me. God. And because I'm such a people pleaser, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's I signed so... like three of them. You Did you go to back to your room like, after okay. you were just
1: like, oh. God, wait, what
2: just happened? Yeah. I mean, that's the worst thing, I think, honestly, about being alive is like remembering the moments you didn't stand up for yourself all the other stuff you can get over as long as you've got agency then you're okay the
0: upfront is just a hilarious place to to just to be signing that because it's like also the most corporate thing happening yeah I was you. there on
2: behalf of Rupert Murdoch my boss <laughs> 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 and I'm like that's me vagina
0: it is wild that like um I think I was lucky enough to just miss the my childhood is on the internet and I find i mean the amount of mistakes that i would have made even if my stand-up if uh you know twitter had just started when i started Mm stand-up um and i can't imagine like having all my videos like when i first started it would just be me trying to find a way to delete everything all of the history of me on google
2: yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty scary um Having your young adulthood on on there too, and, and you know it's an echo chamber, so you can get really wrapped up and stuck inside a singular voice, and you think that what you're doing is fucking amazing, and then you zoom out and you're like, hmm, maybe not. I just spat everyone I did that. That's um, We're
1: gonna have to change sets now, <laughs> right? But it is good because when else are you gonna do that? And and in the moment, you're like, this is exactly what I want to be doing right now. And there's such conviction tied into it, which I think is in and of itself a beautiful thing. You know, even if in retrospect, you're like, maybe not. But that's also what happens when you, you know, you get a little older and I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about that with my own life. I'm like, why <laughs> why did I do that? Are you any know? of them
2: immortalized in any way? Yep. Yep.
1: A lot of people's mantles. <laughs> <Music>? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, uh, did you, yeah. It's going to be shocking to hear, but I've written a lot of bad songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah.
2: So I was married to a man. I lost my words for a second. I, and when did you get, Oh, you were married yeah, to a man. When, okay. when did you get, when did, how did that happen? I got married. When did that happen? Well, we like got married when I was like 20, we were together. We got married in 2016. I'm certain because we just got divorced. So, Was it? Did
0: you remember at all that Trump was uh, had just been elected? Yeah, we were so
2: psyched that we were like, (laughs) "Let's fucking get married!" This is America that I recognize. I got got married that
1: same year too, (laughs) and also just got divorced. Did you really? I mean, we were separated like two years ago, but it just went through. Oh, separation buddies. Oh my God, that's so cute.
0: Joanna (laughs) didn't know how to navigate her marriage uh, outside of the Trump administration. Yeah, it was hugely, really really difficult. I was was like, what am
1: I supposed to do? What are we even going to talk about now? (laughs) That was the main problem.
2: Yeah. Thanks for seeing me for Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You got it. But like during that relationship, so I was very, it's so funny talking about it now because I'm having a hard time in my life (laughs) fusing old me with now me because now me just wants to be like shut up <laughs> don't do that but like it's all the same person and and I've gotta have love for 20 something year old Kate she was so much tighter than I was <laughs> um but I was like in a open relationship and I was very evangelical about it and it was certainly an opportunity and a, and a way for me to explore my relationships with women and like in very non-committal ways mm-hmm. like i didn't fall in love with women during that time i went on a lot of dates i was like a cartoon wolf you know i was like on <laughs> rye like it was my job and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so and that did you like that did you like doing that did you like that did you, you, like you like that? that? Hey, do you like to watch Did <laughs> Do you work Kate? for Raya? <laughs> what did you like about Raya? Oh, just like I was really good at it. That <laughs> wasn't like, a real question, but you can tell me if you want. <laughs> I was really fucking good at it. Like I knew how to make a cool – I came from MySpace. I knew how to make a cool slideshow that looked like I was like – I don't give a shit about this, but also here's everything you need to know about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to a cool song that no one else has chosen. Herself.com, ever uh, heard of it? Yeah, yeah. That was literally in my bio. <laughs> um, as long as the, as well as the lyrics to Wild Wild West by uh, Will <laughs> Smith. Just to make it look like I really didn't give a shit.
1: Um, Ironic or not, I don't know, date me and you'll find yeah. out, you know.
2: No, I was I was the prize of Raya for sure for a while. Um But yeah, it was fun. It was Tinder, when Tinder first came out, it was a massive deal for me because I had no idea how to meet girls. Like I wasn't a very assertive person. um, And when it came to women, I still am not really. Um, And so it was just an easy way to be like, are you? Cause I am. Can we? Please. (laughs) All the stages of Tinder. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so I, like dating apps, although I'm not like, I'm not a huge fan of like, it the i the concept in general i do really appreciate how um how much it exposed me to other women maybe too much you know maybe women got too much of me during that time but. <laughs> we I haven't have, heard any complaints so yeah we'll I'll let you know wait, yeah. yeah
1: you're still the the prize of ryan so <laughs> yeah. as far as i understand you you're just really you never missing you over <laughs> yeah. there you yeah, just never
0: you. want to be the prize of tinder nobody <laughs> wants to be the prize of tinder yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, I
1: meant like, did you like, did you like dating around that much or did you find it stressful? Yeah, or did- I,
2: I wish I'd, um, y- yes, yes and no. Like yeah. I, similarly to like, oh, I wish I'd just been a little bit cooler, a little bit smoother. I was just very like, ah, like I, I really couldn't do anything else with my time aside from like, and you know, that affected the relationship I was in, which was, was doomed to fail anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But I want to ask
1: a follow-up about that, but you don't have to.
2: Please. Do you think that –
1: so the entire time, even during the marriage, it was an open relationship? And do you feel like it was doomed to fail in part because of that or because of different things?
2: I think the impulse that led us to be so evangelical and idealistic about this lifestyle is also part of the reason that we could not be together. Because when we were together, it was like either – you're an idiot you're an idiot or you're a genius you're a genius and then it was like we're geniuses or you're an idiot Like it was one or the other and like being in an open relationship was that i had a very lesbian relationship with the men that i dated Mm -hmm. like whenever i was with a guy it was like tell me you love me open a bank account with me like (laughs) no one ever said no (laughs) right so uh dozens so, yeah. and dozens. It's very of progressive. No, it's very progressive you yeah. rolling with a man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I'm a, uh, what do you say? I'm a uh, paving the way. Yeah, yeah, paving the way. I think I did say that and I stand by For young that. For lesbians you mm-hmm. want to date men. Yeah.
0: Were you at the time, were you did you have to come out to yourself? Or were you just kinda like going with the flow at the time of um or did you have any internal voices speaking to you like, what's going on? Am I I'm married to a man, but am I uh, Gay? Am I a
2: lesbian? Or I? I mm. always felt pretty resolute about the lesbian thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name of my biography. <laughs> um, but uh, I was resolute like, about the lesbian thing. <laughs> yeah. Just the lesbian thing. It's quite catchy. Um, yeah. yeah, with arrows pointing to me. <laughs> um, arrows pointing <laughs> to my right guy. to the guy. Yeah. Right to my guy. Um, but the uh, yeah, I I just kind of was pretty like convicted for better or for worse um and it was also to be honest it was a way to like tell everyone just in case anyone was attracted to me Mm
1: -hmm. and wanted
2: to shoot their shot I wanted to be like I'm down to clown yeah yeah and that brings us back (laughs) it sure does (laughs) finally back to clown yeah really
1: which is what this podcast is about yeah
2: like I it's like you know those shirts people wear that like and, and sorry for the people who own these. that's like, nobody knows I'm a lesbian or, or stuff like that, which like right. I fully would have sported and stuff. But uh, It sounds like you verbalized that basically. Yeah, I did. I was yeah. like, how dare you tell me I'm a lesbian? I'm a fucking lesbian on Twitter. Like writing back to some guy who's like profile picture is an egg (laughs) you know he's like (laughs) follows me and my dad and my dad's like robocop on the internet every time someone would say something to me he'd be like i will neutralize that threat (laughs) literally a quote from my dad
1: that's amazing
2: i know oh my god very sweet and like I, i it was funny like during during my kind of um my manic pixie dickhead phase i like really like my, my family were incredible. Like I really think that they, um, they really supported me even though they were shocked a bit by my delivery. My mom's a primary school teacher and I just didn't consider anybody when I was doing this stuff. And yeah, it's my body, my choice, et cetera. I, I could have probably, that, that's the one thing that I do feel is missing from a lot of, a lot of discourse is just like, oh, people are going to hate that I say this, but like consideration, right? Like there's only so much compassion you can offer people before you're just like, this is just, I'm just beating my head against a wall. But I lacked a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I was very like singularly focused. I'm a lesbian. I'm in an open relationship. Right. I have hair under my armpits. Like, <clears throat> yeah. so, you know. <laughs> Do you
0: mean you wish you would have given uh, your family a heads up?
2: Yeah. And maybe yeah. my agent, <laughs> <laughs> who called me afterwards they were like we're really proud of you um but um just it was pretty just full frontal and that is like a le- totally legitimate fear for them to have they operate in a in a weird vacuum that is hollywood mm-hmm. and uh but but it's so fucked because like i put my vagina on the internet as like a sort of like you know mad expression of self and like Something I do still, would probably still do now, um, if anyone wants to pay me yeah. to do it. I'm like, uh, if anyone cared, I would do it right <laughs> now.
0: And it's been through like, yeah, do push it for hire. you in higher. a movie yeah.
2: for a, a famous director, you know what I mean? Then every, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like it gets distributed amongst all the porn sites for sure. But like it's 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 so crazy to me that there is this like don't do it for yourself thing, but do it for Mm. And it's different now. It's very different now. We have OnlyFans is like everywhere and people, but people are getting fired for doing it, which is, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I think it's pretty fucking shit. But, um... What was the question? <laughs> See, we both were like, you're like,
1: I don't know how you feel about that. We're yeah. like, not on this show. We will talk politics, though, as I've said many times. We well, think we're just talking about your general, the general trajectory of your coming out. Oh, I think you yeah. asked if you had to come out to your parents. Oh, and- no,
2: like my I, my mom kind of like knew because like my, my dad always knew because I was a pretty depressed teenager between jobs, which like ugh, that's why. Luckily, there's not like a, you know, massive pipeline of like. Uh, child actors in in australia if i'd been Hmm. in hollywood i'd probably be far worse off because even though everyone around me had really good intentions it's it's something that like nobody knew how to navigate they were just like caitlin's caitlin's fucking depressed (laughs) she's dyed her hair black and and listens to good charlotte well there's
1: probably no (laughs) (laughs) visibility there's you know there's you know no no one to tell you what was going on maybe at the time i'm guessing i don't know like maybe maybe you did but like i think back there were times when i think i was probably depressed as a kid but like it was just like, well, yeah. or just anxious or, you know, there's just there's no language at that time. Especially as you know? an
0: actor, it's like you're living the life of an adult because it's hard yeah. for adults to when they're not working between gigs. Like as, you know, actors mm. here, they get very depressed and you were doing that as a child.
2: Yeah. And I always really related to adults, which is why I was a child actor. Like I knew what adults wanted from me and I knew how to be like well behaved like funny, cute, whatever. Like I was very good at that. But Mm -hmm. other children mystified me because I was such a snitch. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like you wanted to be teacher's pet kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. I wanted all the adults to be like Thank you so much for being honest. We really appreciate you. Good job. Even though I was a massive liar and like had a billion secrets, you know? Like so many secrets. And yeah, it was it was pretty like it was pretty stressful having gayness in me and not not being able to talk about it with anybody and feeling so guilty about it and feeling so like scared and stressed out about it and it's funny thinking about it now because I feel completely the opposite like my girlfriend Erin always says if she could take a pill that made her more gay she would take it you know (laughs) like it's just like gay 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 but back then no like it was there wasn't anything there wasn't anyone and like if you got caught out, I actually listened to another, uh, podcast, the, the one with Lauren. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I had exactly the same situation that she had where like, she had a little friend who sought her out and you had like a little thing, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. but didn't, weren't really friends. (laughs) Like this weird, like we were actually kind of enemies and we made fake MSN accounts, I think to torture each other. (laughs) I know for a fact that, that she certainly did. I don't know if I did, but, um, But yeah, anyway, like that, that was kind of it. You just kind of explored it with some, a person. And then you were like, great, I'm I'm cool.
0: Don't (laughs) talk about
2: it again.
0: (laughs) There was a lot of repression going on back then. There's a lot of like, I don't know what that is, but it seems like it should be a secret. Whatever that is, that is a secret.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're socialized to assume that it should be. You're like, this is bad. This is bad. This is wrong,
2: you know? Which is funny because like no one ever said it to me outright. No one was ever like, "I went." The to- actions, though, people's yeah. actions. I think, you know, yeah, like just like, what are you doing? Like, oh, or when I, <laughs> when I was using the family <laughs> computer and and like, Uh-oh. God bless my mom. When I bring this up, oh, she's gonna hate that I'm saying this now, but she knew what she was doing. When I was like, you know, I forget how old I was, or the feeling of it making one like, <laughs> But she just like came into the kitchen one day and she was like, Caitlin. What's my first lesbian experience.com? Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my like, God. Oh my God. I was like, ah, oh, it, you know what that, that is. What's that
1: brain gonna say?
2: It's, it, my friend, my, it, it's a joke. It's all a joke. Yep. Ha-ha, gotcha. Yeah. Isn't this funny? Is this Got a you? funny interaction yeah. that we're having? And on? That we will laugh about this for years yep. to come. Um, it, which is just like, a, it's such a funny question because, like, I'm sure her intention was to, a, let me know that nothing gets by her, but B, that like, <laughs> and also to kind of ask me what's up, but like, I can't imagine, like, <laughs> if I asked her now, like, what were what we, you doing? She'd be like, I don't remember doing that.
1: Yeah, seriously. Also, I would hope that my firstlesbianexperience.com didn't get by your mom, because there's really nothing to, ha- it's just like, yeah, it's there's right no, out I there. I was
0: trying to, yes. I was looking at my first, uh. They did just autofill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pet yeah i yeah. love you know? yeah.
2: but i don't know about you guys i was a, I was very tech illiterate i wasn't like on the message boards and doing all that stuff i just would go on the family computer to go on msn to look at porn and you know that was it <laughs> mm-hmm. and so um i didn't know how to like erase the history but this is gonna sound really complicated but like you guys are the same age as me i think so like in yeah. the in the in the url bar Like every time you would type in something, everything that you had typed would come up underneath it. Mm -hmm. So my first lesbian experience would be the first one. So after I'd, you know, done the deed, (laughs) I would have to then type in www.a.com, www.b.com, www.c. And I would be there for like 40 minutes, sweating (laughs) profusely that at any second someone was going to come in and be like, we knew it go to prison that's so
1: pure though it's so pure both because of like just your um your interest in like intrigue and also and my accent the way <laughs> and the accent it makes it very hard to understand and then also <gasps> just like typing it in because you're just a kid you don't know how fucking computer works you don't know you can like delete the cash or whatever or,
0: or that i'm just like please type in just just go to MSN and type how do I d- how do I clear my history? Yes. That's what Seriously. I'm wanting you to do. I didn't
2: even know that was an option. Like my imagination was so um I've got a very overactive nervous system, so it was just like immediate problem solving. Just like do it this way. Yeah, I'm
0: impressed with the that's problem how I would solving. do it too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: but like work work um smarter, not harder, girl. You know what <laughs> I mean?
1: <laughs> the family computer though, that's a real thing. You had to be careful.
2: Oh but you it's had to like, be careful. It's so easy to- block that stuff or at least it was back then what was there like 12 websites right. and so your mom couldn't just be like nah not for you that one if
1: no, no if, one did that. if i didn't know how to do it my parents definitely didn't know how. yeah to do it. you know <laughs> what i mean true. actually <laughs> they probably did that <laughs> right. yeah.
0: yeah my for and it is such a long website for the <laughs> dial-up to go off in the middle to
2: just hang <laughs> up you're like
1: Duh, it was better than
2: the other shit that i found which was fucking bangbros.com you guys know what that no mm, mm. bang the bang bus it's diabolical it's literally like it's it's all acted so it's technically consensual but it's just they get a girl they haul her into a van they make her have sex with everyone in the van and then they drop her off on the side of the road with none of her clothes and drive away that was in the that was back when you were a kid That was what i was looking at yeah and that was Mm. like i mean i mean she got paid and she was obviously like i knew knew what the gig was but i was like but that was also so indicative she was a
0: working actor which is impressive
2: yep but like It's a negative of just how, like, entertainment was back then in general. Like, women were so – if you were sexual, you were disposable. Like, it was Mm. this, like – have you watched American Pie recently? Which may be, like, yeah,
1: duh. In the past, like, five years I've watched it, I'll say that. Yeah. I Mm. don't know why, but I did.
2: It's pretty outrageous. Oh, it's just (laughs) – Well, yeah. But it's, It's like, the most obvious. But even, like, the simpler things are really outrageous. I can't think of any examples right now, obviously. Obviously. Right.
1: Yeah. But, like –
2: but yeah,
0: every uh, like almost every female, I think, in that movie, it, like the the reason they were there was for sex with the boy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wasn't yeah. the Even whole the thing is like,
1: we're going to fuck yeah. by <laughs> by graduation night. Yeah. Still for his mom. Everybody is fetishized. Every nobody is.
0: That's the only storyline <laughs> like, I like related. Like I was just like, yeah, I do love Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And when Chris Klein is like, I, you know, it's like he's a great guy. He's going to go to acapella and sing with this girl. He's just trying to fuck that girl. You know what I mean? But then he, he doesn't even care feelings. about acapella. I know, which is insane because it's a gorgeous art form. You guys, it is.
2: I, I love it. What do you like best we about love it? The sound,
0: yeah. the sound. I I love, sounds. Yeah, yeah. And I love it too. Yeah. yeah I, I love, love it too. You do. You're a big fan of
1: sounds. And I, I, I love that about can't you. Can't get enough. Yeah. Is there anything, I mean, L word comes up a lot, but is there anything in media that once it came out, you're like, yep. Thank you. Finally. Uh,
2: Literally, the only thing I can think of is um, uh, the music video to "All the Things She Said" by Tattoo. All oh, the things she said. Oh my gosh! Fucking yes, I recently watched wait, wait, wait. that. Wait, sing
1: that. What is it? What is it? What is it? All the
0: things she said. All the things she said. Oh yeah, yeah. My head, the fake lesbians from Russia. Yes. Whoa. Oh, it was so bad when it was like. Yeah. It was so bad. We were like, wait, they're not
2: lesbians? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) And they're not. (laughs) And they're not not allowed to be. (laughs) Actors. There are actors
1: everywhere, aren't there?
2: But like, I could not believe what I was seeing. And I was at my grandma's house. um, And it was whatever fucking year it was, like 2001 Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. I was just watching TV. And it was a, yeah, music videos. was doing something relatively innocent, like humping the couch, I'm sure. <laughs> of course. And then on comes, um, oh, I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this. On comes the, this thing. And I I was so used to being like tricked into thinking something was gay and then it wasn't that I, I thought I was, I really thought I was dreaming. And I, it sounds dramatic, but I was like, this can't be happening. Mm-hmm. There can't be two schoolgirls kissing right now in the rain on my TV set. Like that, impossible. How did you feel? How did you feel (laughs) that exact moment? Like I was just like. Was your heart just pounding? Yeah, I was just, and I was like, please, nobody walk in. Nobody do anything. No one touch anything. No one say anything. Everybody just freeze in this moment so that I can just
0: figure this out and then you have to wait six hours for it to come back yeah on. and every time it was on the
2: radio but like that was kind of it and then they had this whole like fake relationship that was kind of played out but I yeah that that was kind of a that was it that was a big not like the moment I realized or anything because I lo- I knew long before but the moment that I was like wow okay it's happening mm-hmm. to other people right yeah <laughs> I'm not alone yeah. yeah not just me and my friend who you know, you're the secret. first
1: person to, to to mention a music video as mm-hmm. part of media because everybody's talking about TV shows and movies and stuff. But music videos, there were there were doing edgier shit, I think, than was allowed on TV and or you know TV shows and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, watch any rap video from the '90s and 2000s. I mean, this <laughs> yeah from now. What
1: an astute observation. Now, music videos, no, they were
2: <laughs> really <laughs> paving a path. But like, just like you, yeah, just like me, yep. a, a paver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. But like the L, like I remember I went to the, like I wasn't like, I feel like everybody else was kind of like in on the thing. Everyone was like, oh, you've got to watch this. You've got to see that. And people found stuff, but I just kind of didn't. And I don't know what mm. it was because I maybe I was in a deeply straight, incredibly white neighborhood, Catholic school. Like no one aside from me and my little secret friend were talking about it. And even her relationship to it was we were kind of in a weird like psychosexual like mind game thing. Like we were like eleven and sort of torturing each other in a weird way. This is your MSN pal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My okay. friend and me. Okay. Uh <laughs> yeah, it was very wild things, you know, like just double crossing each other at every chance we got. Oh my god. Yeah, fighting over the same boys. It was it was it was not mm-hmm. like a healthful relationship by any means. And not nurturing. But yeah, so I just never I never got I never saw anything. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the I went into Blockbuster on a Friday night, and uh, I saw this thing called "But I'm a Cheerleader," and I picked it up, and I was like, "Can I get this?" And my <laughs> my mom was like, "Yeah, whatever," because she didn't look at it. And then my sister grabbed it because you remember going to the video store? It was such a pre- you got like one overnighter, or you got like four seven days. Mm-hmm. Did that happen here?
1: Hundred percent. So you like it was
2: like go time. It was like the family needs to get together and it's a democracy. So Vic was, my sister was very, very scrutinous over this stuff. She was like looking at the thing being like, "Mm, am I going to want to watch this? And then she's like (laughs) reading the thing and I'm like, and she's like, it's about lesbians. You're like, what? What? She'll be so upset. Vic is not a homophobe at all, but she was a kid and we all thought the same thing. Mm. And my, my mum, my mum was like, oh, we'll put it back then. And I was like, I was so close. I was you're so like, close to getting the lesbian movie. you like, the there house. are other themes. That's so and interesting. And I've never seen that movie. What? Oh, oh okay. You're gonna, um, wait,
1: we need to go to Blockbuster Yeah, I was right just going to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How late is Blockbuster open? Yeah, we'll until the the yeah. until uh, 2002.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, heart.
1: my first job in 1995 was working at Blockbuster, and it was the greatest you are going to watch it with. I would love that. That'd
0: you be know, great. I wa It's kind of funny when you're saying that. That's what your sister said right when she saw it, because I remember um, all of my friends. We, I had like this big friend group, and they were, uh, we were watching a movie at my friend Joan's house, and they, they were like, "We got, but I'm a cheerleader," oh, shit. and nobody was more vocal about that being a lesbian movie <laughs> than me, the only lesbian in yeah. the room. So, but that's
1: you know. That's how it, it was, goes. It wasn't a the time. Xenophobia. Yeah, it
0: wasn't the time. You know, and there weren't any lesbian movies, so everyone's like, "Oh, no, not a lesbian movie." Right. Yeah, and you're
2: like, "Yeah." No. Me-
0: meanwhile, like I'm in the back, and I'm just like, "Yeah." Meanwhile, all of your friends are fucking my- lesbians, by the way. Yeah. Guaranteed. Oh no, they're all very,
2: very, very straight. straight as yeah. I said, yep. But yeah. My sister Allies. just knew that, that my mum would not want us to watch it. And we both had this kind of like dibba dobber, which is an Aussie phrase. I don't know if that's Say it again. tattletale. Oh, okay. if you're a dibba dobber. Dibba dobber. Yeah. Dibba dobbers wear it. nappies, which is a uh, diapers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mo says that weirdly.
0: <laughs> I he should. Says- no, I don't. Um, but nappies <laughs> is like so much cuter yeah. than diapers. I think it might even it just really be the is. brand
2: of the thing. It's
1: a Kleenex phenomenon. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. You're welcome.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Wait, wait,
0: wait.
2: Yeah, I also have not watched The L Word because I bought the DVD and I just –
0: Fast-forwarded to all the sexing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have just had like a special they DVD Greatest that tits. was just yeah. Make yeah. out in sex. Cl- <laughs> yeah, yeah. clits and tits. Yeah. <laughs> clits and tits. <laughs> Volume one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But it was, it was like, I was like 16 and it's like, it's not just like disembodied sex happening between people, even though that show was really soapy. I remember the, the, the sex scene that stuck out the most to me is when Beth is fucking her pregnant wife, who she's just cheated on and they're both crying their eyes mm. out. And I was like, this
0: is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. For me. Yeah. I used to just, I used just type in uh shane and carmen you know oh just like god. I, because i just knew it would hottest. be yeah the absolute oh, hottest that was carmen. that was it and honestly when bet was with the carpenter uh i related <laughs> to both sides of it somehow i was like i am both i'm both the art dealer and the carpenter mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> because i'm neither i feel like so once you, like you got out talking for another like yeah three yeah because i do want to know um when you know so you said you're in your first relationship with a woman. How is that going and how did how did it happen? Um
2: well, I have had a crush on Aaron for many years. And um, we met a long time ago in New York. We we're both in relationships and we just we have like a lot of mutual friends and then you know, as is the way with women who date women, we both were single at the exact same time while living in LA because she moved to LA, uh, I think about four years ago. So she's been a year in LA without me, and then Rude. we were Dearly yeah. Weird. I was uh, like, yeah. oh, you'll we'll regret that. Um, <laughs> but she and I, like, you know, you know what it's like. Like, the reason that lesbian bars die is because like women go to these like queer events for like six weeks straight, meet someone for the next two years, disappear, come back, and so it was kind of. We just happened to have both become single relatively recently. We were both resolute that we were going to stay single for a nice chunk of time, mm-hmm. but we didn't. Well, so yeah, love we'll win, happen, you know. I know, yeah. and, and she's—I yeah. mean, you've met her. She's yeah. like there is. She's Very a charming standalone piece. She is like a singular, wonderful. I've. It's. It's. It sounds. It sounds like I'm just saying it for the sake of saying it, but like I've never cared about like someone the way I care about her. I've never. You know, being an actor, dating other actors, it's a very like, it's very tumultuous and it's very self-centered. And I've gotta be honest, I don't think I've ever cared about anyone else's feelings before, like truly. Mm -hmm. And you know, as my therapist says, love is a practice. And uh, (laughs) I'm uh, totally in that, like very much in the like, I wanna be a better, more considerate, more patient, uh, nurturing person because like and not even because she asked me to be Mm -hmm. but because like I just don't ever want her to not be with someone like that you know
0: yeah you're trying to be the best version of you for her and that's really
2: yeah that's really beautiful no it's so nice it is it's it's simple but like it's I mean it's complicated in the practice of it but saying it out loud it seems pretty obvious but it's the only way to do it I think and I yeah I feel really really lucky Really lucky. Yeah. She's got a great accent, too. Yeah. They both have great accents. <laughs> That's not fair. It's really not. I'm over here with my, like, the calm, so. stupid Chicago you guys have accent. to me. Horrible ones. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really, <laughs> really nice ones. What does it
0: sound like? <laughs> what is it? What does it sound
2: like from your perspective? To be honest, it actually, because I've been here for so long, it sounds like the absence of an accent. I'm sure the mm. way it sounds to you. When I hear someone huh. else with an accent like mine, I'm like, there must only be one of us. <laughs> but, like you guys all sound like, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And then you end that That's
0: person. Yeah, yeah. And then,
2: and then they uh, go missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
0: But if I go to Australia, am, is Nothing it you're
2: famous Or Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd rather be I'm Canadian. Than famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and did
0: you have to come out like once you're in your relationship with Aaron, like, do you, did you actually have to come out to your uh family members at that point? I
2: like introduced her to my mom over FaceTime. Oh, and so, because yeah. I was talking about her a lot and I kept saying my, it was weird. I, even though I'd like, said to my mom, like, you know, I'm bisexual. You know, I'm a... And my mom was always like, yeah, okay, fine. gives a shit, no one cares. <laughs> like, no one no, no in my family was against it. No one mm. cared, no, like, not even didn't care. They, like, cared enough about me. Even my dad, when I was, like, a teenager, because I was a pretty depressed kid, like, between jobs, like I said, printed off, like, all of this literature about how to help LGBT teens, even though I never said anything to him. He was just like I just had an instinct, and that's I was like, "Sweet," but then he never did it. You know, he never talked to me about it. He just he just printed had it. Out. And he was like, "Yep, I've got it, just, just in case." It's a thought, <laughs> you know. That's really what it is. But he was always very like open with me about everything, and he talked about gay people like they were people. You know, like mm-hmm. he was very conscious of of including them, and in, you know, mm-hmm. he was not. He was my dad's very very progressive, and the same with my mum. You know, but. uh, Introduced her to my family. She met my sister first and my sister adores her. And Erin is like, has a sister herself, comes from like, a close family so she understands how it's, that's why it's so much fucking better to date women than it is to date men because men don't give a shit about anything or anyone nothing is precious to them they don't care about families they just fuck off and make their own somewhere else and they, they're <laughs> not even there half the time like I know it's a generalization but women like deeply care about where you're from and like mm-hmm. what makes you who you are and 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 your connection to that and Erin showed that through like bonding with my sister and then through having like my sister really really connect with her, my mum was already a me. Not that she wouldn't have liked Erin to begin with, but she was set up to really embrace her. And my mum adores Erin now, loves her, and. She's going to come to Australia with me for the first time this Christmas and meet the rest of my family, which That's is really fun. exciting. Can we come? Yeah. yeah you That'd guys will have such a good time. Yeah. We'd yeah. like to go. My family's really- We'd like you to arrange it. Yeah. I'll pay for it too. Okay, <laughs> okay great. That's what I meant. <laughs> with Was the that proceeds not clear? that I get from this podcast. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's a lot. <lie.
1: laughs> it's
0: going to be $1.95. Oh, great. Yeah. Yo. So are you on a bunch of uh, lists like n- now as like an uh, like an out person in Hollywood?
2: I was on are you BuzzFeed excited? ones for a yeah. little bit. Um but that was before I was even in a relationship. But who cares about BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed is like what kind of TikTok are you? You know what I mean? And you're like, "Ooh, great I don't question, know. honestly." Ma-
0: meanwhile, like I would just be like, "I can't believe I'm not on that TikTok list." Yeah. You know? TikTok. Yeah, there's just uh, and yeah, I'd be there's like, a, are there I've been, lists. <laughs> I, I know there there's just this thing. there's so many lists in, in Hollywood. and it's just like this, you know, even with standups, there's always like a list of the top ten standups or', or yeah, like top ten LGBT. or the, the thing, yeah, the thing that kills me it'll be like, 272 blonde
2: lesbians (laughs) over five nine uh, who do stand up. And I'm like, how am I not on that list? (laughs) Completely. Oh my God.
0: That are from the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's exciting. And can we
2: talk? I know we're, the no, time no, is no. done can Cut but out the whole middle of it I know you hate the middle Of yeah. things anyway, so. <laughs> I think we're gonna yeah. get I fall asleep
1: get, We're gonna get started here Pretty soon
0: Yeah right? We're yeah. gonna start Yeah we should probably Start the podcast yeah. So. Um,
1: yeah let's get it going Well let's
0: talk about Your movie real quick Because yeah. that's exciting It's uh, it's just about to be Halloween time And yeah. you're in this movie And all over the billboards
2: Yeah and it Smile. just Bumped a gay movie Right out Yeah
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So uh, <Whoops>. sorry community <laughs> oh. But yeah It's really fucking scary It's really really You're really scary. good it you're very frightening in thank it thank you very much don't fucking look at
1: me or smile <laughs> at me honestly i was like i wonder if it's gonna be weird when she smiles at me later if i'm gonna find fear in my heart
2: yeah well i mean you should because i uh, i'm only smiling if something's wrong you mm. know?
1: get out yeah also Another, great, movie. great movie yeah great yeah. 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 Great
2: movie. yeah now
0: do you want to continue doing like your experience doing a horror movie are you like let's let's keep doing that genre I-
2: yes i i do think that horror is like one of the only places where like ip can exist Mm because like so much is like reboot this remake that let's Mm -hmm. do this again like having an original idea through horror is like it's pretty common and so that is exciting to me they're also quite often female-led stories Mm -hmm. um maybe for a kind of fucked up reason because it's (laughs) from like the 80s yeah like because that was like slasher films like like a response to like feminist films of the 80s so they like started to just kill women just to be like don't worry <laughs> we took care of it <laughs> yeah she's got a job she and a was boyfriend. getting a little lippy and uh, yeah. uh we decided Yeah, to she wore that. sneakers to work but we killed her it's <laughs> 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 just relax um and so i but it is also incredibly exhausting you have to stay up at all hours of the night you have to cry pretty much constantly you have to imagine your own death or at least the death of everybody that you love you have to imagine the scariest possible thing that could possibly happen to you mm. and even if you are like detached psychologically from it you're physically propelled oh. through these things so you're mm. just like yeah. it takes a lot mm-hmm. it's it's very taxing it's you know like most most creative pursuits, it's not all the time rewarding Mm -hmm. but i've made some horror films that i'm really proud i actually made a lesbian horror film called all cheerleaders die when i was like 23 which is great and it was a great experience and you should check that out this halloween seriously so so many cheerleaders to watch yeah i know it's a theme yeah but i yeah I'll, i'll keep doing horror movies it's probably like my bread and butter in a way. I think I've done more mm. horror than I've done of anything else. Is What's, it your
1: favorite? Oh, sorry. No, yeah,
2: no. Is uh, it I would favorite sh- to do? Yeah. Mm, it depends. Like my favorite thing to do is something that's good, you know? Like I don't care mm. what it is. Mm. I just want to – if, if the writing is good and your co-stars are good, it is. it really feels like magic, like it yeah. does feel cool yeah. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like it does, and oh I, it's embarrassing to admit it. But you're it just embar- notched up in <laughs> the people that I want to hang out with.
1: as you? That's I feel like people, when people are like, "What's your favorite kind of music to write?" I, I I don't know why I asked you that because I have the exact same answer. It's always just like what's what feels good and what's like what's true and the people that you're collaborating with are they're making cool shit. Yeah, and know? like
2: I I my favorite kind of role are more like villainous roles mm. you know like i like playing a fucking bitch yeah. it's surprisingly very easy for me <laughs> um there's a show coming out that i did next year early next year called class of 07 um, which is about an all girls high school reunion and then the apocalypse happens and we're stuck together it, what yes. is that on i think i've seen it's the- on prime so it's like gonna there's like a couple of like all female apocalypse style things but this is the first like comedy mm. like total comedy it's a hard, oh, I think it's a power but it's I play kind of a I wouldn't say she's a villain but she's certainly not the hero um, right and that shit to me is if I could do horror and always play kind of an antagonist then I would do that forever happily right. mm-hmm. um because that it's just it's just more fun you get to be you get to really experiment and play with things and you also get to sort of expose yourself to people, which sounds fucked up, in a weird way. You'll do Mm -hmm. something. Which you already, no, Yeah, which I've already done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: always like, I feel like it would be really fun to play just a villain, just like a creepy motherfucker. And I don't know why that is so intriguing to me.
2: Yeah, because we all have like that darkness within us and it comes, you know, if you're not in therapy, it comes out more often than it should. But like, I... I really love playing like a passive aggressive, low key, just kind of like eye rolly mm-hmm. chick. Those are the, those are really fun to write too. Yeah. From the other side. That's the best character. Because it it also mm. will surprise you how easy it is to upset someone without, mm-hmm. you don't have to do very much. Right. I know from experience. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Mo and I do not feel good right now <laughs> you, so, Yeah, you're doing great. Yay.
0: But so yeah. what's, ne- what's next up? Or do you have
2: anything besides Smile that you'd like us to uh, tell the audience about? Well, yeah, Class of 7 that's coming out. I would really love everybody to watch it because I would love to do a second season. It's an all-female cast, and it was incredible to shoot. And I'd get to go home and be with my mum again if I shot it. So that would be sick. Um and then yeah, smile. Go see Bros. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, so throw sweet. That's uh, sweet of a bone. you. Yeah, yeah. so Go good. See
1: Bros. <laughs> smile <laughs> was great though. I jumped many times. I mean, you can't
2: yeah.
0: compete. No matter like any romantic comedy cannot compete with a horror film around Halloween. Yeah. It's, of so course. that's their own
2: fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People just want to yeah shit themselves. Yeah, that's come what on, they Billy. want.
1: As a person who came out here, third eighteen. Had a little guidance when you came out here as an actor. Do you have any any advice for anybody who
2: might follow that path? Get your driver's license. Do not come to LA unless you can drive or (laughs) at least learn the second that you get here. Live east. Work a bunch of jobs. Get as many day jobs as you can. Do as many different things as you can. Take as many classes as you can, whether or not they're reputable or not. Not like sketchy, but like doesn't have to. Yeah, do clown. Do improv mm-hmm. uh, and just go to weird stuff. Like go to like, go to as much as you can. Cause like I was very singular in my tastes and I was like very shut off because I didn't drive and I only had like a very small bunch of friends, and I was just going to auditions and then coming home and then watching Hulu. Cause I've got like a massive television addiction. So like Hulu fucked me up, man. Like <laughs> I should get hypnotized for TV because I could just just <laughs> completely zone out and hulu came out the second i got here um and i okay, to america so i just wasted so much time so uh don't get any subscriptions to any television things mm-hmm. is my other piece of advice and go see go see movies in theaters but not on an opening night in case there's a shooting yeah, yeah. Well, i don't <laughs> see them yeah oh it's God. actually good advice <laughs> It's really. i went to safety see first. nope opening weekend and i've I was terrified yeah. and like the movie is incredible. I got over my fear like a half hour in, but the, the stress I didn't, ex- I've never experienced that before. I was just yeah, like, I've
0: never, I'd, I've never, I have i have not honestly gone to, I don't go to movie theaters anymore. I only go to premieres. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 I haven't been invited to any in maybe six years. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so no I'm waiting, no movies at all. Then Truly, really, I'm <laughs> just waiting for it to come. That's why I'm waiting for smile to come, come out. Yeah. You know? HBM, or whatever. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so great to meet you. You too. Uh, And thanks, you know, for sharing your story with us. It was great to meet you again. To see you again.
2: Yeah. Do you
0: see me? Barely.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Come Out, Come Out. If you want more, hit the subscribe button and then go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash come out, come out for exclusive behind the scenes content, some early access to new episodes, bonus content, and so much more.
2: Welcome to Charm School. Charm School.